Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also Raw, NXT 2.0, oh! AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course. On WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to Friday Night SmackDown, the go home show ahead of Extreme Rules. And how are you feeling ahead of this weekend's pay per view? I'm ready for a good time. Like every Friday, I am ready for a good time. No, I'm not. The weird thing about Extreme Rules, as it stands and as of recording, and we know that they'll change things and they'll add things and all that sort of stuff, is that it is not feeling like a post pandemic show. It's got the distinct air of a 2020 performance center Mm. event. There is not a lot to get excited about. All the good stuff is from SmackDown, so at least we're going to be talking about the show that's going to be building the good stuff. Mm. But they have seemingly allowed this one to die on the vine for the good of the hideous Saudi Arabia deal. And because they're so robotically functional that they just think... Oh, well, like, it's, you know, like the Raw adverts, like, if you look at a ricochet cack, it must be Monday. <laughs> it's like, if you feel like an obligation to put on a pay-per-view, it must be Sunday. <laughs> That's the kind of air around Extreme Rules. And, um, but in terms of SmackDown tonight, the big stuff is happening here. Mm. So at least in terms of a television show, which we know now to be the priority, they've maybe got stuff to talk about for two hours. Yeah, they've got a few things advertised. We've got the IC title match. We've got Liv Morgan, uh, presumably defeating the Owen, I think, nine Zelina Vega <laughs> to get that match with Carmella uh, on Sunday. And the premiere of a new talk show we'll be getting on to. But before we get there, I was chatting with Phil beforehand about this, speculating about whether or not we could see Bobby Lashley show up tonight on the show because there's no WWE Championship match scheduled. It seems that it's going to be heading that way. All the fallout from what happened on Monday, and not only that, but as Phil pointed out to me, when something big happens on the USA Network, they want something big to happen on Fox, and I suppose having a former champion come up and wreck some dudes to demand a title shot may well uh, may well happen. Yeah, the first thing that Big E did after winning the WWE title on Raw was appear on SmackDown <laughs> because nothing means anything. So to follow that up with the six man we got on Raw on Monday, 
suggested, at least in the short term, they are absolutely fine with a bit of moving around. There was no, did you notice that when we had the bloodline on Raw, there was absolutely no mention of the quarterly brand to brand invitation. Oh, yeah. You can't imagine the head of the table tribal chief being like, uh, can I have this quarter's Raw ticket, yeah. please? Do we count as one or three? Yeah, like doing the admin on a move to Raw. Nobody has brought this up. Nobody has mentioned this. So I don't think it's that wild a shout to think that Bobby Lashley might end up here tonight. They did a super effective job at one day selling you, like selling you one day the prospect of Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns, I think, on mm-hmm. Um Bobby Lashley for Big E, it feels right now. So it'd be mad not to at least drop that on the pay-per-view on Sunday or at least, I don't know, like talk about it as an, the big issue for Bobby Lashley right now. He wants his belt back. They did such a great job of it. I think... All of them might be there. I think everything you saw on Monday that was good might be replicated on Friday. I think you might get all three of them kind of arguing and Roman saying something like, look, I got a smash Finn on Sunday, but I'll smash you two at another point. And he can not no-sell it, but he can do his right now stuff while leaving them in the background. And then you get to Biggie and Bobby for Sunday. I th- like To me, I don't know whether I should praise them or criticise them, like the the rematch company and not doing the rematch feels so incredibly weird. Mm. Feels off that they haven't booked it. So why not do it on the billion dollar show tonight? Yeah, I feel like that's the direction they're going. It feels like it's going to be a series of interrupted celebrations for Roman Reigns. He's going to come out tonight and say, "Look, I beat Big E and Bobby Lashley on the same night." Uh, celebrates that and then maybe gets interrupted by Bobby Lashley here, who demands a title shot uh, with uh, Big E, of course, or Big E interrupts or whatever. Then he gets interrupted by the demon, and he finally defeats him on Sunday, and we'll preview Extreme Rules uh, a little bit later on today. That podcast is going to be out on Saturday, of course. Um, and then I anticipate Brock Lesnar is going to show up on Sunday yeah. and say, see you in Saudi Arabia. Um, but yeah, Roman and the demon, it doesn't really require any more selling, but I sense that the show's probably going to open, as it always does with the bloodline coming out, because, yeah, it's just a as much as I hate the opening promo trope of WWE, I don't really get tired of it when it's Roman Reigns and the Bloodline and Paul Heyman. Uh, you've also got Becky and Bianca, who, you know, Becky ruined Bianca's homecoming last week. Uh, but this is a match that requires no more investment either in terms of the fact that it's just a great match. It's like the match you could have got at SummerSlam if it hadn't have gone 10 seconds or whatever it bloody was. On Sunday, it's Becky versus Bianca. It requires almost no effort. Yeah, they've done, and I, I love this about the ultimately the Becky Lynch push and the success of it in 2018, 2019. For the first time ever, they are positioning a woman as the legit headliner, and it doesn't feel forced, and it doesn't feel like Stephanie McMahon invented it. Mm. Like, <laughs> in Becky Lynch, they know that she was the last star they actually created, like the last top-tier ceiling-smashing star they actually created. And when her stuff main events, it doesn't feel still with that kind of like hair roughly go on then you can go on last <laughs> like there isn't that energy of it the, like if it's up to me um bailey for example would be in that spot too um there are there are select other performers but they never earnestly go as hard with the women it's always with that air of obligation mm. becky lynch is the exception and what's great about that And I include even Sasha Banks in that. And, like, Sasha and Bianca had that main event at WrestleMania. And even then, like, as powerful as it was for them and as emotional as it felt watching it, you sensed that WWE are going to use this and brutalise it in a really strange way. Like, with Becky Lynch, there's none of that. And what's awesome about that is that I think 
despite how SummerSlam came across and what at the time didn't feel like a heel turn that has since become one, maybe this program has elevated Bianca Belair. Like, I'm willing, I don't mm. mind admitting when I'm wrong. And I think ultimately, this was Becky Lynch's choice. She wanted to do this. She has forced something through that felt awkward based on the responses that she was getting at first. But last week, something changed. Last week, something clicked. The I know this wasn't for everybody because WWE have got this reputation of burying people in their hometown. But I thought last week's show closing anger was really good. Like, I thought it was really strong. Becky Lynch has... I, I put over Britt Baker for getting rid of the DMD in her entrance in that, like, quest to get booed mm-hmm. because that's her role. Um, Becky Lynch tying her hair into balls. That's the only way I can think to describe <laughs> it. She looked like Bjork or early 2000 Craig David. She had balls across her head, right? That was a choice. Those glasses were a choice. And coming out singing that Knoxville song... Like, over the top of her own entrance music. And then that line she got in that felt, like, improvised. The title on lock line. Yeah. I thought, like, I think I can get on board with this. Because this was what was happening when you thought it would get cheered in 2020. Mm. So this feels very responsive. to Like, they judged where the wind was blowing quicker than Cody Rhodes. Yeah. When was the last time that happened? You know? And I just, I think... I've said this before, I think the match on Sunday is going to rule because I think it plays to the strengths of both women and you really don't need to do a lot now to to get me there for Sunday. Look, I'm not one of those people who avidly defends WWE online, but the moment that happened at SummerSlam and people complained, and I said, you know what, give them till Friday. Mm. And I think they have not even salvaged it, that's patronising no, It was a plan, it was a plan. They, they, they lost what they had in a potentially really good rematch, of course, with Sasha and, and Bianca. And they sort of bait and switched us. We were like, oh, you're going to get Carmella. And I was like, oh, bloody hell. No, actually, we're getting a returning Becky Lynch. And then they used that to inform someone who's a heel now. They wouldn't come out and say, oh, great to be back. And let's have, let's have a title match. And are you, are you sure you're ready? Mm. No. If you're a heel, you go, well, she, 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 look, out, look at what happened at WrestleMania. She obviously sometimes not gets overwhelmed by the moment, but can really get involved in it. She's going to drop her guard. I'm going to put my hand out to shake her. She's going to think, oh, what a legend. And I'm, mm. look at this crowd reaction. I've got to shake her hand. Boom, chin out, one, two, three sort of thing. And it's a sneaky little move from WWE, but they've got this dream match to another pay-per-view, despite the fact it's already happened. We've already had Becky versus Bianca Belair, but it works so well in storyline and in real life that like, all right, that one doesn't really count. And with this one... Maybe you're going to get some shenanigans with Sasha Banks. We'll talk more about that on the preview, as I said, tomorrow. But I think they've done an excellent job, uh, and Becky in particular, considering we were like, oh, you can't really turn her heel. She's just come back from giving birth, and when she went away, she was a baby face. So it's always going to be a difficult, uh, hard turn to make. But I think they've absolutely nailed it, and I think, you know, whether it's just a few more bad words tonight or whatever it may be, I don't think this requires a lot more to set up the title match. But speaking of title matches, we have got one on tonight's show. This is a rematch that we've seen several times. But weird that they haven't put this on the pay-per-view, to be honest, because at the time of recording, we've only got six matches, and one of them might not happen if Liv Morgan... Well, she will, but, you know, if she can't beat Selena Vega, that match doesn't happen, basically. But yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura, Apollo Crews, Apollo and uh, Commander Aziz jumping Shinsuke and Rick Boogs last week. And it'll be an entertaining fair this. I sense maybe it won't go to a finish and we might get it hoyed on the kickoff show. But I mean, I don't see the title changing hands back to where it was a few months back. 
Is it important to you as it is to me to be honest with our listenership? Mm -hmm. Because I love them. I love them. Podcast is an audio medium, not a visual one. And I'm glad for that today. <laughs> I am under the weather. Some people would say that this under the weather was self-inflicted. <laughs> I would choose to not go down that route. I My liver resembles some guy on Twitter. I think he's called Mark Rains. His Friday night check-ins <laughs> currently. And I needed you, Wilborn. I needed you today because you are this lightning bolt. You are this jolt of energy <laughs> that's going to get me through this challenging day. And I love everybody listening. And I want them to know that my... Slightly shaky voice with some, shall we say, some post-birthday celebratory ales with a learned colleague of mm. ours who has wisely taken himself out of the game today. <laughs> um, and I bring all this up now because like, today is going to be one of those days. We've all had them. And you just think, oh, I've maximum shunted on a school night. That was an error. Ales, 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 gins, yeg bombs. <laughs> but... We are so blessed to do this for a living that I love wrestling. And wrestling is this thing that drags me, my carcass, <laughs> from the bed to the office to have nice times with you guys and talk about wrestling. And then, you know, like Roman Reigns, stuff. Becky Lynch, stuff. Bianca Belair, stuff. I don't have to, I don't have to fake it. You know, I don't have to be like, right, put the headache and put the beers away on one side. And then you can come at me <laughs> with Shinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews with the Intercontinental title. And expect me, you expect me to have an opinion <laughs> on Kinshinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental title when you are looking across from me <laughs> and I have gone as grey as the soundproofing on our podcast studio wall. <laughs> what is your problem? So yeah, hopefully more, <laughs> more boog stuff in my life, basically. I sense, I sense interference in this, but... Yeah, I don't see a title change. There's the long and the short of it. Thank you for listening, Hugo, Haley, Aaron Merkel, Mr. Five Lawton, my favourite of all those jerks, Jay Wild. <laughs> they, know, they know they are. The AEW crew. Sarah, you're all class. I hope that you understand why I cannot possibly summon one thought this morning on Kinshinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews for the Continental title. This is on you. What is your problem, <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Well, let's instead talk about Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega. <laughs> Get out! Shut up! I mean, it's a stepping stone to the match with Carmella that she's asked for last week. <laughs> she's asked but, for. She won that match twice to get in running the bank. Oh, yeah. yeah I, that. I, won, I, won, I won a match with you on the big stage. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm happy for, for Liv Morgan yeah. getting a pay-per-view yeah. match. Um whether or not they utilize this match or the, the fallout from this match when she inevitably beats Zelina Vega to stip it up a little bit. Because as far as I'm aware, there's only one match with Extreme Rules stipulation <laughs> at Extreme Rules, and that's Finn versus, well, sorry, the Demon versus versus Roman. So I think Carmella's going to come down and get involved in this one way or another, but it's a straightforward victory for Liv Morgan. Yeah, it's, it's everything and nothing this, because it's not, Liv Morgan and Carmella is not a feud. Like, let's not pretend it is. Um, and yet, WWE, you know, this is the good show, SmackDown, is still so fractured that Liv Morgan can, like, argue with some rationale, like, why why am I not getting an opportunity? What what more can I do to show you what I've got? And I'm sad if this doesn't end up being stipped up for Sunday because Liv Morgan is low-key ready to die for this cause. Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of what she did in TLC, it's a TLC, Money in the Bank, or a, uh, Elimination Chamber that mm-hmm. we were talking about yesterday. I don't know if you remember, Wilborn. <laughs> Shayna Baszler no. had a really dominant performance in the 2020 Elimination Chamber. She's been rehabilitated after beating Nia Jax. I'll have to send you the link for that match, because it's really... I think you'll, like, get some... Like, I think you might want to reference that after you've seen it. <laughs> and uh, Liv Morgan, that night, showed most incredible guts and bravery to take the harshest of the bumps from Shayna Baszler. And because WWE don't book women with parity. And because Vince McMahon thinks that, well, once thought that, like, female MMA was barbaric, Phil, you don't get many opportunities to see this. I'd love it if this match with Carmella was given something. Because of all the matches on that Extreme Rules card, and it's weird that they don't have stipulations, of all the matches on that card, that's the one that feels like, for no fault of their own, is going to get relegated to the pre-show. It, of all, If you look at that card, small as it is, you're thinking, well, if... Anything's getting bumped to the kickoff. It's that. I hope and I not. Just, yeah. I just don't want like Liv Morgan. I, like I like Carmella as well. I think Carmella's underrated. Um, I don't want either of them to have to suffer the indignity of that. Mm. Like they don't get. I hate this word. WWE bastardized every single word in the English language. Opportunity. They don't get them as often as they should. I would like this to matter. I would like this to mean something. They've been given this match. It's more of a graphic than it is a match. But you have one show with which to find some fire, find some energy, and maybe give them a table or something. You know, like, give them yeah, something the, the, to work with. The fans reacted really well yeah. to Liv Morgan, well, c- announcing that she'd just broken Carmella's nose last week. Yeah. But, and they're not just, you know, crying out for, for more of her, but to give her more opportunities. It's all you see online is, you know, people suggesting maybe she should have won money in the bank or whatever it may be. Ironically, she tonight she's facing the woman who was my pick. I was like, well, she's back. They're going to give her something <laughs> good. And I don't think she's won a match since she returned. Um, yeah, I hope I hope that's the way things go. But speaking of 
women getting opportunities in WWE. Why do management hate Naomi so much? Because... It's a great storyline, this. Yeah, because management, every now and then, are cast as the um, avatars for WWE. It is one of the few times in a calendar year when the company realise what people think of them. And if you think back to the days where the McMahon family, including Triple H, came out and said, we're going to fix all this. We're really sorry we suck. <laughs> you know, like the, Every now and then, they acknowledge that they are despised by their own consumer base. And this is a very small version of that. Naomi um, is one of them wrestlers that just, for whatever reason, has fallen through the cracks time and time again in this company where it's really easy to do that. Despite there being more than subjective evidence that she shouldn't. It's not just one of those things where, and I probably would use Liv Morgan as an example for this, since we've just spoken about it. Even before Liv Morgan had maybe shown what she could offer, people really fell in love with her. She cultivated quite an audience online. And I, I think that's really cool. I think it's awesome when wrestlers can do that. Um, but Naomi is has done that and has had like a title reign that has made yeah. people think, oh, she absolutely WrestleMania can. title win, huge reaction when she came in at the Royal Rumble. Well, this is forget. it. Like, she can carry the big the big spots. She can carry it. And then you get the Royal Rumble moment, and it goes viral. And that was important that that went viral, because it wasn't just about a big pop. Because, like, cards on the table, Edge got a bigger one. Very same night. Mm. That went viral, because that was a response to somebody that had been missed, and people had feelings for. Mm -hmm. And that noise was to say... Now she's back, use her in accordance with this response. And it never happened. And it felt almost vulgar that it never happened. She was put in a tag team with Lana, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, God, yeah. Like, she, they didn't so much, like, abuse what they had with Naomi as take the piss out of it. It was that kind of, oh, you want Naomi, do you? Well, here's your Naomi. Like, and just made him meaningless. They it was went just an entrance at the end of yeah, it Yeah, they went, like, sort of in reverse of how to use this really nice organic moment. And I love that they're acknowledging that in a form of this angle with Sonya Deville. I, like, Naomi's going to join the bloodline. It's yeah. going to be awesome. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Not just, I'm sort of trampling all over our preview. Please do listen to it tomorrow. We'll be previewing uh, the whole of the Extreme Rules card that uh, has been announced at the time of recording because <laughs> inevitably things are seemingly going to change this evening. But I feel like you need one more interaction with Sonia Deville tonight. Naomi furious that she's been fined for asking to, to work at her mm. job. And another dismissal of, oh, I'm really sorry, look, I was going to sort you out, but we, again, probably don't run out of time. I think she's punching someone in the dick on Sunday. One of the one of the street profits is getting screwed out of that tag match because that's the the route in, isn't it? And all you need tonight is a very hassled, stressed, haggard Paul Heyman walking the corridor, and Naomi comes out of yet another unsatisfying meeting with Sonya Deville, and Paul Heyman passes and just you got a minute. Yeah, and that's all. No, I don't want. I don't, want to, I don't want the. You know, I don't need the full Apollo Crews sitting. No, you know, sitting on like, Roman Reigns' shoulder effectively. And yeah. like just that, and that's all you need. And like she's gone to this door over and over and over again, and she's not had the results she wants. So Paul Heyman spies this, realizes the opportunity, and that's all we need to see ahead of. I think that's a good shout as well, like a, a low blow, some sort of reveal that matters. Like the first thing she does has a huge impact then, on this stable. Then either or, you've either got. Champ Bianca Belair and her, and you can do yeah. Becky Lynch facing literally anyone because it's Becky Lynch you can hoy her in there with. 
Or if Becky Lynch retains and you want to take Bianca Belair out of the title picture for the time being, maybe give her a Royal Rumble win again or whatever it may be to, to re-establish her in the title picture. Or a Chamber win, maybe that might be better. Anyway, yeah, you've got, a, I think not to use AEW's phrase, but you've got a trios match there. Mm-hmm. You've got the Usos and Naomi versus the Street Profits and Bianca Belair. It's, it, it's a story great. that writes yeah, itself. Really simple, and I, yeah. don't, I don't normally like, like, oh, they're in a relationship, you know. But this is... They've held back on a lot of it with both parties, to mm-hmm. be honest. So I really like that. Sorry to throw a lot of questions at you today, but I feel like you're going to like this one. Is Dominic Mysterio not on his dad's level then? <laughs> Sammy Zayn told me so much last week. You wouldn't think it if you spoke to Ray himself, would you? I can't believe, Will Bond, that we have arrived. It's tonight. We have arrived at Dominic Mysterio at Turn On Ray Mysterio. It is happening tonight. <laughs> we have managed to get all the way through this podcast and not even brought this up. This should have been the headline story. We've said this for two years. <laughs> On a weekly basis. The, let me check my phone. Friday the 24th of September <laughs> would be the day that Dominic turns on Ray and it has happened. Like we've, what's so great about like fantasy booking this, and yes, you can give us our flowers because we nailed this, is that, <laughs> is that we knew that the 24th of September was going to be the perfect time. We looked at the calendar two years ago in 2019 and said, Oh, that isn't Sunday going to be Extreme Rules. <laughs> this is probably the perfect... Think of the Mysterio's history, Extreme Rules. He lost an eye last year. We, like, we, we we forecast that Mysterio would lose an eye to Seth Rollins yeah. at the horror show. And we knew that this show... Like, some people, Marks, idiots, thought that this would happen at SummerSlam. SummerSlam, come on. Like, get on our level, IMO, because you're not thinking with the right brain. You haven't done the hashtag LTST. <laughs> You haven't thought through the common sense mm-hmm. turn of Friday, 24th September for the Mysterials. And I just, I love that it's tonight. Again, I'm going to reiterate, I'm not feeling my best. And I need wrestling to fuel me. And Rey Mysterio getting turned on by his own son. That sounds really awful. <laughs> Rey Mysterio being attacked by Dominic Electric Myst- chaired. Electric chaired by Dominic Mysterio on the 24th September, just as we called all the way back in 2019. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should probably... You know, we should probably take our lap now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to if we've spoiled that for you, but in yeah. terms of spoilers, in the words of Samoa Joe, it's out. It's <laughs> <laughs> There's some LTSD from Extreme Rules last year. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Oh! Is tonight going to find himself? I, like, do you know what I hope they do tonight? Sammy's name versus Ray Mysterio only beats him handily. And by that, <laughs> yeah. I mean Ray beats Sammy and goes, why do you have a problem with this guy? Like, I don't want to job out Sammy a lot, but it's a funny story. This guy's a schmuck. He keeps beating Dominic Mysterio with relative ease, especially because his dad's there going, you're taking too much time on the frog splash. Oh, you screwed it up. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Extreme rules. Zane Mysterio, eye for an eye. If Mysterio <laughs> loses, he loses his other eye. If Sammy Zane loses, he loses the letter eye, and he has to be Sam Zane. <laughs> FBI. Sam Zane. Sam Zane, FBI. He becomes a detective for some reason. Right, uh, let's conclude. Uh, Come on, Apple, get serious, yeah. because this next one's a biggie. <laughs> Piper's Pit. Um, whatever the Mrs. one's called. Alexa's Playground. Uh, on the Lash, the new one on NXT, <laughs> whatever it's called. I don't want to do that ever again. Miz TV, that's what I was thinking of. The barbershop. But never mind all that bollocks. It's tonight, it's time. For happy talk. Corbin, 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 happy talk. We've stumbled on a pun. You've got to have a pun. You've got you to have, have a pun. pun. Nothing can matter but a pun. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so if you don't know, uh, Happy Corbin's got his own talk show. 
uh, where they said, oh, what's he going to be talking about? That fancy beef he likes to eat? Mogging off Gavin Owens? I don't care because this character, I can't believe in 2021 I've gone, hey, hey, Baron Corbin, you all right. It's, yep. Um, I love the, uh, look, here I am with my, I can't, I can't believe I committed this to a podcast. Like, I love the uh, SmackDown in Chris Kresge levels with uh, this Corbin character. But I like that the one guy who offered him, extended a hand in Corbin's time of need, is now the guy that Baron Corbin is taking out from behind every week. That's so funny. That is so good. Um, I love the fact he's also like, you know, I'm going to reassess my life. I think I need to be friends with Logan Paul. He seems like <laughs> yeah. the right guy. I was sat there, like, did you, at school, did I went to a, a Church of England school um, for our American listeners. That is kind of the um, common or garden Christianity. Mm. I'm not going to turn this into a religious podcast, but I bring this up because um, I, I, I'm, I don't consider myself religious, a religious person, but it was just a local school. We sung hymns mm-hmm. in an assembly. You didn't just sing songs uh, when you all came together in the morning. You sang like, Church stuff, Gad stuff. Come by R and whatever. That yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. There was a song that like seemed designed to pop children. We would sit there pissing ourselves. Did you sing a song that went, I was cold, I was naked, were you there, were you yes. there? Yes. Did you like remember I that? Yeah. about that. And the creed and the colour and the name won't matter, were you there? And every verse was like sort of, everything was, were you there, yeah, were yeah, you yeah. there? My life was fucking rubbish, were you there? <laughs> like, I love that they've, Gone to that. Baron <laughs> Corbin was sat on the floor with mustard on his shirt and Kevin Owens gave him $20. And what's happening now? He's walking to the ring and Corbin's pushing him into a LED, like LCD screen. Yeah. It's like, it's so brilliant that we have arrived upon that from that. And Owens gets to beat him. Like, we talk now about how like wrestling has changed to the point where you've got to put your big stuff on television rather than the pay-per-view. This is not that big. Put it on Extreme Rules. Yeah. Like, I, they're not going to draw a big number on SmackDown for tonight, the big one. Corbin, Owens, Fox, Billy They've been doing it loads on the, the house show loop here in the yeah. UK as well. So they Book it for like Sunday. Yeah. Like, I'll have this for Sunday. Like, put Corbin's, um, put like a one of his like house, like his car keys or something on a pole and have them have to climb up and get them. And if Owen, Owens wins, he gets loads of Corbin's wealth. Yeah. Something that is a the reflection of Corbin's like renewed wealth and pomposity. Owens takes it because he's a guy that has a baby face that doesn't care about any of that, but it's funny for him to destroy something that Corbin loves. I think he, I think he loses. I think if they do do that, I think he loses via help from Logan Paul. I think we're getting Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens at a Survivor Series or something. I like that. I like that. It's um, built off something yeah. rather than nothing in terms of WrestleMania. And you very likely, if he hasn't signed a contract by then, put Logan Paul over because if... Let's say, for example, I just I wish guys like a bit of a like, bit of a call to call, like a cry for help here. Mm. Unfortunately, obviously, WWE is the only wrestling promotion. Mm. There's nowhere it's a monopoly. There's mm. nowhere else that Kevin Owens can go on a mainstream level. Like you go to the Indies, you go to Japan, but like <laughs> there's no. There's, I wish there was another wrestling show that Kevin Owens could go to. I wish this is the thing as well. Like you, like, you probably don't know this, and that's okay. Like, Kevin Owens has never wrestled by another name. So it's not even like he can go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't even know what he would call his finisher. Because, like, the powerbomb, like, the big fans call it the, uh, the, the Owens driver. Like, the, he's... What would what would he do? What would he call his big moves if he went somewhere else and good he couldn't point. even use Kevin Owens? He's not good. He's not good. So, he, 
I'm sure when January comes, he'll sign his WWE contract because there's going to be nowhere else that he can go. Where else would you go? <laughs> One final thing I would like to say about Happy Talk is I hope they've put more than five minutes thought into this. Like, they won't have with the scripting, obviously, mm. but I don't just want a red carpet and a stool. I want, if you're going to do a talk show and you're Happy Corbyn and you're, and you're minted, yeah. just have, even if it's just... Both seats are like lazy boy chairs with massage settings or whatever it may be, or something. More than just, we're going to put a bit of felt on the ring and he's going to have a different light set up or whatever. Do you remember that image of, um, like, life's top heels, Donald Trump and Nigel Farage, in, like, a gold, gold lift? Like, yeah, elevator, like, yeah. You were just like, like, the only thing that wasn't gold on that picture was their puce expressions because <laughs> they were probably angry at people that weren't from the country they were from. Like, that opulence, that disgusting opulence, like, needs to be replicated in the ring tonight. Like, that image from the early 90s of Vince McMahon sat in his living room and behind him is a 100-foot picture of himself. Mm. Like, that's what they need to kind of really drill into. The fact that the Ted DiBiase, when they were doing his vignettes, like... How can we make this guy look a, as big a dickhead as possible? And Vince is like, I got a cape. <laughs> <laughs> I own a cape. Wear this cape. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, you were dealing with the people that should be able to, like, pitch this perfectly. Mm -hmm. So I want to see gross, disgusting wealth out of this segment. Because, again, like, Kevin Owens is, is a working... Like, when he's a babyface, he's a working-class hero. Like, this is all perfect on paper. Don't waste it. Like, don't blow an opportunity to, like, have some real fun with this. Mm. They're probably going to have the bloody demon on the show. Just, just, just <laughs> trash the place. Demon comes out, does demon stuff, sticks his tongue out, we like you. It's a bit of goo, bit uh, of goo. Uh, but either way, as I often say with this preview on SmackDown, I'm intrigued by tonight's show. I'm very excited uh, to see what they do, because it's been a hell of a week, and it's just a great time to be a wrestling fan right now. <laughs> uh, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight, though, on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Watch that, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Matt Reigns, you can go to hell. I don't know, I don't know why. Uh, Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, uh, and make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, of course. But for now, this has been the SmackDown Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.